0: Hey, what's up guys, and welcome to another recap episode. Today, I'm going to be recapping my interview with Alex Sanfilippo back from episode number 106. Alex is an amazing guy, and we actually got connected because he founded a company called Podmatch.com, which matches up podcast hosts with podcast guests, and about nine months ago, a friend of mine told me about Podmatch, and I went and checked it out and i've been using it ever since and i've used it to get probably about 15 maybe 20 of the guests i've had on my show so it's a phenomenal service i absolutely love it and that's why i reached out to alex he does an amazing job with it so we talked a little bit about Podmatch and how he got the idea for it and why it's been so successful so quickly so just to give you a little bit of background on alex he grew up and 10 years old, started selling golf balls and realized that he enjoyed business. Like He actually enjoyed the business aspect of selling golf balls and throughout high school had a bunch of side hustles and college and went to college and he got a job in aerospace and worked in corporate there for 15 years and kind of had some different side hustles along the way and he's had a podcast for a number of years but the end of 2020 he fully left that job and uh, has been fully 100% in podmatch.com. Since then. And so we talked a little bit about the idea behind Podmatch, how and why it got started. And so, like I said, he had a podcast for a number of years and he went and started speaking at some of the big podcast events and became known there. And he was at this big event and he started asking people, like, hey, what's your biggest frustration about podcasting? Kept hearing some of the same things over and over and over again that it's really hard to find the right guests for my show. And so he took this problem he kept hearing over and over again and he created a solution so March 10th 2020 it's when he came up with the idea he launched the original version of it in June 2020 and they've been going strong ever since and I joined about seven or eight months after he initially launched and it looked like a well-oiled machine if you would have told me that it had only been launched for like six or seven months eight months whatever it was I would not have believed you because it was fantastic I've tried to use other services like that in the past there's a lot of them out there Podmatch, in my opinion blows all the other ones away like totally blows them out of the water and you're going to hear some of the reasons why i believe they've been so successful and why i believe they're blowing the competition out of the water and one of the big reasons i believe he talked about doing things that don't scale and one of the things that he did initially when they first launched is he got on one-on-one calls with everyone who is on Podmatch initially, as many people as he possibly could, and he would ask them questions, and then he would literally just sit back and say, hey, are you okay if I just watch you use Podmatch.com? And you just use it however you normally use it, and he would ask them, hey, is it actually solving the problem that you want it to solve for you? And so by getting all that amazing feedback, it obviously took a lot of time to do one-on-one calls with everybody that was coming through Podmatch, But they got so much great, amazing feedback that they were able to course correct and make tons of tweaks in the beginning, which is why eight months in when I joined podmatch.com, it seemed like an amazing product already, extremely well refined. It's because he was doing that. He was putting in the work and he was doing the things that, that doesn't scale, right? Doing a bunch of one-on-one calls, but it's extremely important, especially in the beginning. So you get an idea of what people's experience is really like, because you may think it's the greatest product ever. Once people go start using it, they don't like it, or there's an issue that they keep running into, then they're just gonna dump it. They're gonna go to the next thing, right? So amazing that he did that. And I asked him how he came up with the idea as well. And I already mentioned this a little bit, but he kept hearing the same problems over and over again from podcast hosts, and he was passionate about podcasting. So based on that, he just put out something as quick as possible. He called it, you know, putting out the MVP, the minimal viable product like when they launched they didn't even have a logo they didn't have anything right because they just wanted to see if this concept could potentially work so they launched it they got good feedback initially and so they're like you know this is something that can work and then they did uh, alex did all the one-on-one calls that i was talking about so he got tons of feedback and was able to make tweaks very quickly and make it a a very well-polished product very quickly and he also talked about failing your way to success right and you know he's started lots of different businesses had lots of different side hustles and talking about just how you can learn a lot from failures and I know for me as well most of the time you don't we don't like talking about our failures right it's not fun talking about your failures but if you're an entrepreneur you're in business or you're planning on being in business I can promise you the first thing you try is it's not just gonna go work amazingly well And you know, life's going to be great, right? You're going to have some challenges. You're going to have some setbacks. You're going to have some failures along the way. So you got to be resilient and learn from those failures and make course corrections. And then eventually you will become successful. And so he talked about three specific things related to failure. One was lack of passion, which is why I believe it's important to be passionate about what you're doing. If you're trying to start a business or become an entrepreneur, if you're not passionate about the thing that you're doing, I almost guarantee you're gonna quit at some point because there is going to be really hard moments. It's probably gonna be a lot harder than you think, probably gonna take you a lot longer than you think to become successful. So if you're not passionate about it along the way, there's gonna be plenty of opportunities to quit. And I already mentioned that Alex was passionate about podcasting, which is why he started Podmatch. Number two thing that he mentioned, was discipline right you got to have the discipline to put in the work and then number three was timing right you can have the best product ever but if it's the wrong timing it still might not work then i asked him about productivity like how how can you be so productive and a couple things he mentioned number one you have to know your why extremely important right if you don't know why you're doing something you're going to be much more likely to quit number two you got to be flexible because your goals may change circumstances may change right so you got to be flexible next thing is you got to execute daily right it's about consistently doing the right things over a long period of time you can have a day or a couple weeks where you absolutely crush it but then if you have a week or two where you do nothing it may be difficult to recover from that you're gonna be much better off if you can just consistently execute every single day over a long period of time And he talked a little bit more about his time management structure. So one of the things he does um, in the morning when he gets up after he does his his devotional time, reads his Bible, he takes the first hour and a half of his work day and he devotes it to his top three outcomes for the day. Then we also talked a little bit about batching things. And he told me he learned from John Lee Dumas, who's a really well-known and top podcaster about batching. And I actually learned the same thing, at least related to my podcast, right? So... Alex only does calls, I think, on uh, Wednesdays and Thursdays, or maybe it's only Wednesdays. forget what he said. Um, and for me, I only interview people typically on Thursdays and Fridays. So when you can batch things, it will make your life so much easier. And I don't care what it is. If you film a ton of videos, maybe you have a, a YouTube channel. If you can batch that and film like eight videos on a Monday, and then you do your editing on Tuesdays all the time or whatever, just it makes everything so much easier. Then I also asked him about his three favorite books. So first off, he said he wasn't going to count the Bible because that's his favorite. And he talked about the book of Proverbs, how amazing that is. And I a hundred percent agree. So the three books that he mentioned, number one, high performance habits by Brandon Burchard. And I have that book. I've read that book. Fantastic book. Highly recommend it. Number two, Indistractable. I'm going to butcher this guy's name, Nir Eyal. Um, hopefully that's somewhat close to the guy's name, but I have not heard of that book, have not read it. it sounds very interesting. And number three, he mentioned a book called Get Different by Mike Witz and I'm probably butchering that name as well. Have not read that book, have not heard of that book either. So some great books for you to go check out. And then, of course, I asked Alex what his definition of an extraordinary man is, and he said it's someone who is bold about their faith, someone that makes their wife a priority and understands that business has got to be secondary to God and to your wife. Um, also, somebody that has empathy and somebody that is constantly seeking to add value. Love that definition. Great definition. And then out of what he said, I actually asked him a bonus question. How do you balance being an entrepreneur and a husband? And a couple things he mentioned. Number one is talking to your wife, but not just talking, like having deep conversations and not being afraid to bring up the tough things in those conversations and, and working through them. And he talked about taking walks and having conversations. And it was really funny, actually, because I mentioned in the interview, my wife and I had a, uh, we call them walk-in talks because we do the same thing. And we had one scheduled for like an hour after this interview. So I mentioned that in the interview. But I think it's a fantastic idea going on a walk and talking for me and Alex mentioned this as well is really helpful because it's really hard for me to sit down and just look Brittany in the eyes and have like an hour two hour deep conversation right my brain feels like it can only take so much sometimes so when, when we're out walking and we're doing something and we're moving our bodies it just feels much easier for me to be able to concentrate give her my full attention um, and so it's something that has worked really well for me and Alex said the exact same thing for him all right so if you want to connect with Alex like i said he has an amazing podcast and he's doing a ton of great things podmatch.com if you're a podcast host or you want to be a podcast guest I highly, highly recommend you go check that out. You can also go to creatingabrand.com and everything that Alex is doing is all on that website. Guys, thanks so much for joining me on another episode of the Extraordinary Man podcast. Here's the thing, you're never gonna maximize your potential on your own. So I'm personally inviting you to come and join me in the private Extraordinary Man Facebook group so you can level up your business and your life. Just head over to Facebook and type extraordinary man into the search box and it will show up as the first result. Iron sharpens iron. And this is the number one place for you to connect with me and other like-minded men who are on a mission to maximize their potential. My goal is to help you become the man God created you to be in all areas of your life. So come and join us in the Facebook group and upgrade your business and your life. I'll see you on the next episode.